Hey there, it's Kelly Reardon and this is Curveball. If you're a regular listener to the show, you might have noticed that my nephew Liam has started doing some producing for us. And he recently came to me with quite an interesting question about mentoring. And it prompted quite a good discussion. And so I grabbed our Curveball executive producer, Rachel Fountain, and Liam, and we decided to hit record on this conversation because we think you might also find it quite helpful. Okay, so Kelly, mum is telling me all the time that I need to get a mentor. She was telling me that when I was doing film and TV at university, and then now that I'm doing a new job in audio, she's telling me that I need a mentor in audio. And I said to her, I have one because I'm working with you and with Rachel. Um, But is that actually mentoring? Are you my mentor? (laughs) Am I your mentor? I feel like it's like that book, you know, are you my mother? Um, (laughs) So I don't know, Rach, I think um, we're kind of mentors to some of the, the junior and upcoming producers on Curveball. Would you say we're mentors? Yeah, I I think so because I yeah, I do sort of think about it that way. There's that line between like feedback and mentoring, but I think about the people who um mentored me and I might not have even realized it because it wasn't like a formalized thing. Um I didn't go to them and say necessarily, "Will you be my mentor?" and then you know, some kind of holy ceremony ensued. Yeah, because I wouldn't really describe me as a mentor for you, Liam. I would say I give you feedback um, and feedback's a really valuable thing that I believe in a lot and we have a really strong feedback culture at Deadset Studios that makes Curveball whereby we all want to be better at everything that we do all the time and the way to do that is to say, hey, how am I going with this and what, what am I doing well and what can I do differently next time and try to think of solutions. But I think that's different to mentoring, which to me is much bigger picture If I think about the things when I wanted to have a mentor when I was early on in my career, it's sort of the people that you turn to to say, um, not just how am I going with this individual piece of work that I'm doing, this one documentary or whatever, but to sort of say, you know, how can I grow and learn and develop as as an employee and as a person and how can I get to my next level in my career or how if I've got ambition to be you know to move up from being a producer to an executive producer how can I do that and I think for me um, I certainly had a few in my early career I think about one of the first news editors that I worked with um, who taught me a lot but then I also think about you know the couple of people who've probably mentored me in my mid-career the advice was so much like um, almost philosophical. I think a good mentor pushes you to think about what your values are and what where you're trying to, to go from a, a much deeper level. Mm. So mentoring is kind of the big picture almost years and years where feedback is more of a day-to-day, this week we're doing this and this is how you can do it better. Yeah, I think so. And even I think about coaching is slightly different too. Like coaching is a bit more, I definitely think I've coached a lot of the staff that I've worked for where you're asking them questions to try and get them to come up with insights of their own. I think, I don't know, Rach, when I worked with you at the ABC, I hope there was some coaching that I I did for some of you. 
No, none that I can recall, <laughs> actually. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I think, Kel, that you definitely coach people, but I would say that at times I've, I've looked to you as a mentor. Um, not always. There are some areas in which I'm far more advanced, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> but, but but absolutely and it is kind of like it is kind of like that whole of life philosophy right if you're a mentor to me is somebody who you you go to because you want their considered kind of care for you and strategic longer term advice for you and you might have different mentors in different fields what i've found is i've had different mentors at different times and certainly in a career sense, I've had um, different mentors in when I've been in, in slightly different industries. So when I worked in publishing, my bike, my first boss there was really, I look back on him really fondly as a mentor. And certainly as I moved through uh, radio and podcasting, absolutely. H- have, you, um, have you heard about that concept of championing as well? Yeah, I think championing is, I would definitely say I've championed some people, um, you know, because when you see someone who you're just like, oh, that person's just got something and they're going to grow and be amazing and you want to put them, I think a good champion deliberately puts those people into opportunities for them to grow and helps them hang around good people and be on good projects and take that opportunity to backfill as the manager of something. And I think, yeah, you're right, championing is, I think, really powerful. It's like that thing where, you know, have somebody who will mention your name in a room full of powerful people. It really it really is important and people who will take a risk for you. And I feel like I, I've both worked hard in my career, but I have been really lucky that I've had people who've maybe recognised something in me that they've thought, oh, okay, I think you're ready for this next opportunity. So for me, that's been, yeah, I don't know if I've ever had somebody who I've thought of as, who I've gone to formally and said, will you be my mentor? But I've absolutely had champions and coaches and um, the feed the day-to-day feedback has kind of flowed flowed into that in some in some uh, instances there have been some people on curveball who really swear by mentors and I think about Andrew Stark you know he went across to one of the big um, kind of leadership uh, courses at Harvard and that sort of put him on a path to find someone like Ben Crow who he he seeks the counsel of and, and Ben works with a lot of athletes and a lot of high-flying um, kind of people. So there's obviously that more formalised, almost professional approach to mentoring. you just got to have the courage to ask. And I had said to the board, hey, I want to do some development work and, like, you got some ideas. And, you know, Matt said, yeah, spend some time with Ben Crow and... Um, and it was Ben that sort of really shaped me to say, hey, part of the whole leadership journey and, and life coaching is actually setting up a support network and a mentor. And I asked him the same question. We're like, all right, well, how do I approach that? And he's like, well, you know, find the types of people that you resonate with and that you respect and, you, you know, and, and just ask them. So, hey, can you work with me as a mentor? Can we spend a couple of hours every quarter together and have a coffee? You know, And I've done this with friends or staff and teams of people where I've actually helped them find a mentor and it's so you'd be surprised when you actually just ask people actually feel rewarded by that you know that the person who's the doing the mentoring is like quite chuffed to be asked yeah and how formalized 
you know, some of those relationships that you've developed for your staff members, etc. how formalised are they? Is it just a coffee where you're doing something, um, having a chat, talking through ideas, or is it more tangible where someone's coming in and maybe saying, look, this is how you should run your P&L sheet and various other things? Um, oh, look, I think certainly the work I did with Ben Crow, that was structured life planning, leadership coaching, you know, meeting quarterly for half-day sessions and you know, there were some outcomes and settings and plans and goals. And, you know, so that was extremely structured. Um, but that was also a paid service at the time and so on. Um, the the work I've sort of done with other mentors is not as structured, but it's certainly there's clarity that it's a mentor role in, in the, you know, I've said to some of these people, it's like, hey, can you help mentor me? You know, and one of them who's an amazing guy is Brett Chenoweth, who's a former CEO of APN and um, is a chairman of multiple companies and, um, you know, very talented executive, but incredible character. And I mean, he's a great support to me and he's got such a wealth of knowledge across different industries and businesses and, you know, owns Madman Entertainment and owns Saxton Speakers. And, you know, he's got a very good cross-section, but he's just a good person too, a good character. And for me, you know, as a CEO, but even in life, to just have someone like that to, who's a bit older and a bit wiser and has been there, done that. This is Curveball and I'm Kelly Reardon. What's the difference between mentoring, coaching or just seeking feedback? They all look a little different and you probably seek them out at different times in your career. Kate Morris, who runs Adore Beauty, was a guest on a previous Curveball episode and she was a sceptic about coaching at first until her coach asked her to write a letter to herself. About 10 years in the growth started to plateau off a bit. And I thought, if this is all it's going to be, then I don't know if I want to keep doing this. And so I went and paid a business coach. And she got me to write a letter to myself from 10 years in the future. And I thought, well, that sounds like a dumb idea, but I might as well do it. And honestly, it was like turning all the lights back on. Suddenly, the whole path was just illuminated for me. And I just went, oh, no, I do know what to do. And I was just completely reinvigorated and so I thought, right, well, I'm going to need to raise some capital. But I knew that to be able to raise capital, I'd need to be able to show an investor that this could be a fast-growing business. I was asked to mentor recently for uh, Women in Media, which is an organisation that obviously encourages and tries to support um, women working in the media, funnily enough. But they said, I thought this was really interesting because I get asked to do mentoring quite a bit at universities and all those things like you do, Rachel. But this was a really interesting process because they said, would you like to be a mentor? Then they gave me this portal that you had to log on to and there were a whole series of questions that I had to answer and then sort of an algorithm in the back end. And the mentees have to, you know, input their information as well. And it was both asking questions about the sorts of skills or um you know, the areas where I could impart, I guess, technical wisdom. But then it also talked about, you know, the sorts of philosophies that you have on things or the values you have or the sorts of conversations you want to have. Like I'm very interested in supporting, you know, young women or I might want to support an Indigenous storyteller or those sorts of things. And then the algorithm does like a Tinder (laughs) and matches you up. So I'm really looking forward to you know, who I meet in that process? Do you think that will work? 
I think we heard it here first. Kelly Reardon is on the ass <laughs> and it's fucking right, willy-nilly. <laughs> yeah. I do I do think, though, there is like I, I do think there is something to that because I think about the times in my life and my career where I just desperately wished that I had somebody that I could go to that, you know, it's like it's like when you're a teenager and you kind of don't necessarily want to talk to your parents, but you need somebody. You might talk to an auntie or you might talk to somebody who somebody else's mum and dad. But, you know, you reach those crux points in your career where you're like, I really need some advice right now. I need somebody who's on my team, but who also is kind of independent and objective. I think about that now and I really... I think it helps me when I do deal with people who are at an earlier stage in their career because I I see myself there mm. every time and I can I can remember exactly what it was like. Do I take that job in a country town so that I can get ahead? You know, what's the you know what's the value of a sideways step versus some you know a sideways step with a supportive bo- a sideways step with a supportive boss versus you know hanging around and waiting for kind of a step forward. So. Yeah, I think there's heaps of value in it and it feels great to have to kind of mentor people and to coach and to and to give back in that way. I really want to mentor at the moment in terms of managing my own business. Um because you know, or any mentor that I've had's kind of been in the media industry, but now what I need is like you know, the person who knows how to scale a company and run a business and and I guess because it's such a roller coaster too, you do need someone in your pocket going it's all right. You'll figure it out and you'll be able to keep going and just keep going and all of those sorts of things. So if someone's out there <laughs> wants to mentor me. Um, you should ask to do both. If you're going to be a mentor for women in media, you should ask to be on the other end as well and get your own mentor. I should. That's a really good point. And who are we going to work out to be your mentor? Liam, where do you – I guess the thing would be where do you what, – what do you – what do you most need help with? Because do you need somebody who's going to ask you these questions, who's going to say, where do you see yourself? Where do you want to be? What are the challenges? Or what are you thinking? It's a good question. It's actually, this is probably the first time in a very long time for me that I haven't thought about it very much because this is, as soon as I started this job, I could see straight away all of the things that I needed to learn and know that I would learn them as well because it's my first job in audio. I've done a little bit of editing and things like that, but this is the first job in an actual audio production company. And so I have a lot to learn. And so I know that that's what I'm getting, you know, from this job while I'm doing this. Um, So it's probably not something that I would even be worrying about for the next little while. Do you think there's something generational about I wonder, like people your age, Liam, in their mid-20s, do you you want mentors? Like is that something that you all still seek out or is it something that is a bit 20 years ago? It's definitely something that I seek out. I actually had my my, – the best thing that happened to me at university was that Ted Emery, who directed Kath and Kim, was a guest lecturer for one of our subjects and we got along really well. And then when I left university, he asked me to keep sending him scripts um, and he still reads my scripts now and gives me advice. And that's been a really interesting relationship because he's not a writer, but he's had a really, really long, successful career as a director. And so he's got a very interesting perspective where he is not telling me how to improve my writing from the craft standpoint, 
of a writer, but from somebody who's had a long career of reading other people's scripts and turning them into something else. And so I absolutely think that mentors are really important. I think also sometimes it's a stage of life mentor that you need. So I can definitely remember when I had children for the first time and it was the first time I had to navigate being a woman um, in the workplace and, you know, having small children and the whole juggle that that is and how to negotiate going part-time and all of that rubbish. Um, I definitely at that point was really seeking out the women that were just before me going, how did you make this work and what was your experience and how did you have these conversations? And so I definitely think for that period, that sort of five years of my life, I was really trying to cultivate. Um, And I was looking for the sort of, um, you know, the role models or the women that I wanted to be like, which was to have some balance, to work really hard and have a great career, but also you know, value being a mother and a good one and a fairly present one. So I think you can, you also have times in your life where you're seeking a certain, a certain sort of mentoring that you mm. won't need forever. Yeah. Yeah. That life stage thing is really nice. And maybe it's somebody to kind of say to you, is it, is there a little element of it that is kind of psychological and emotional in a really good way. Somebody to say to you, you're actually doing really well, so take stock and enjoy that's a, this That's time. what the best, every Is best it, mentor you know, does, just reminds you, hang on a minute, you've come a really long way. Look at you. You know, look at all these things you've ticked off. Let's just take a moment to look at that. That's absolutely the best kind of champion or mentor or coach, I think. I think mentors are, are really old school in a really good way. Like I think that as we move into work that is so dominated by technology and, you know, with podcasts that didn't exist a few decades ago, I think we have a bit of a tendency to forget the kind of old school craft, like craftsperson approach to work, which is that people who are experts pass down their expertise um, in a very simple way that works really well. And I think that's something that mentorship seems to do um, now that our careers are so much more oddly shaped is that it's sometimes it's just good to have a person who says I have done this before and this is the this is a good way to do it and you're doing well and keep going. 